Sit down if you want to. Right in the middle of what's going on. I'm in the middle of an interrogation. Take a seat, young Skywalker. The middle children of history, man. Middle of the day, Alfred. Please, take a seat there. Right now, I'm in the middle of nowhere. Stop the middle of the base hit! Meeting in the middle. Fight, fight. They fought for the freedom of middle. 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 The middle of the middle of the middle. The middle of a war. Freaking ridiculous. Why don't we have a seat to talk about? No, not the middle seat. When you need a minute to look it over, it's time for a freeze frame, where Nate Lungarini, Jake Hensler, and Andrew Jay of the middle seats, and this show is designed to pause and take a quick look at something different each week and see how it holds up with a closer look. This week, we'll be focusing on Star Wars. So hype for Episode 8 is still very high, and there's been a lot of talk about how different the movie has changed the franchise. So, that got us here at the middle seats thinking about how fun it would be if we designed our own Star Wars movie. So let's take the franchise in our own directions. We'll each go around, and everybody will pitch their idea for a new type of Star Wars movie, and we'll see where it takes us. Uh, so without any further ado, let's start with Drew. What's your take on a Star Wars movie? Hey, that rhyme. That was nice. You're um, welcome. <laughs> if you watched our main show, if you've been looking at anything on the internet, we've been talking about how different The Last Jedi is from so many other of the films in the Star Wars franchise. And that's the direction that I would really like to see Disney going after we kind of ditched the Skywalker saga. But if they're going to retain parts of the past, they have to pick selectively specific things that are iconic in Star Wars, but can be used in different ways. Jake, what's the first weapon you think of when you think of Star Wars? Uh, the bombs. Screw you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Lightsaber. I, I, I literally was a gape for a second. I was sure. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> yes, the lightsaber. The lightsaber, an iconic part of Star Wars. My idea for a Star Wars anthology movie, kind of like Rogue One, an aside, um, is a vignette-based piece. It's broken into three very distinct segments that track the evolution of the lightsaber as a weapon throughout the span of history. So it kind of starts in a King Arthur Sword of the Stone kind of way. Somebody discovers a lightsaber or discovers a primitive version of a lightsaber, and from there on, it gets passed from person to person, kind of like, I was going to say the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, but for Star Wars, but there's got to be a better comparison than that. <laughs> but that, but that'll get the point across. It's a Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, but for a lightsaber. <laughs> it took me a second, too. But it passes from person to person as we see it evolve, and we see the Star Wars universe evolve with the lightsaber, and we see the Jedi Order evolve. So basically, there are elements of the Knights of the Old Republic here, but it's mostly about how this iconic weapon became a staple of the Star Wars universe. I think it's a really interesting corner that you might not think first of that you want to see developed, but it's not something that could really egregiously ruin your entire understanding of Star Wars. Not one of those things that if it got over-explained, you'd be too annoyed about it, but it also could be a really creative take. And I think, just in my head, I just came up with this now, the way that you differentiate this is you get three separate directors to direct the three separate segments of the film. This big anthology big vignette piece, almost like a collection of short films we weaving into one through line. So that was just me thinking outside the box, thinking about something that could be cool to do. I could be full of shit. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Um, I No, I think that's certainly interesting because, I mean, I think there's been little bits on how every Jedi and Sith Lord does it, but we've never really seen it happen or how we even got to be there. Yeah. 
Yeah, when you originally pitched the idea, my thoughts went immediately to the ending. And I think, like, if we ended with the creation of the modern lightsaber, your final shot is totally like someone lifting up their hand, just like the original Star Wars poster, with the light coming out of the blade there. Oh, and with, I think that's, like, really freaking iconic. With Fabio Luke? With Fabio up the white. Luke. Yeah. <laughs> um... A uh, timepiece is a really interesting idea, and it's actually kind of similar to what I was thinking of. Um, but focusing on your idea specifically as the lightsaber being the focal point of the movie, I think is really interesting. Yeah, uh, it's just it's just a different way to look at what you can do in the Star Wars universe. It, it could expand the universe while also keeping similar elements that were because people can't completely divorce themselves, as we've seen from the tried and true Star Wars stuff, and that's fine. We'll ease you into the weird shit later. Like, Marvel had to do that with their stuff. Um, they didn't start with Ant-Man. They waited till like, the 11th movie to get to Ant-Man. So we'll, we'll, we'll ease you in. We'll make sure that we're finding a way to get to these weirder stories. Um, and the lightsaber is something that everybody connects with, you know? So it's just a, it's just a different way to look at it. Very cool. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go next, I think, because I know Jake has a, a stellar idea that he really wants to develop and we'll give him all the time in the world to work on that i just got a little carried away it's getting faxed over from his printing press right now it's, it's laminated <laughs> my idea it's a it's a little out there um in that it's more of a drama than a pure sci-fi so this is probably a movie that would never get made especially with disney at the helm who wants a guaranteed hit all the time but I thought it would be really interesting to explore the time aspect that we've never really seen from a Star Wars movie. And we kind of got a taste of this in Interstellar, where the passage of time changes when you fly through space. I wanted to see what would happen if you put two different people on a spaceship, one of whom happened to be a descendant of a Jedi and one who happened to be a descendant of a Sith or somebody evil and have them get stuck on a ship moving at light speed. And either through the Force or through some other me, um, like even videos or history or something, um, have them learn about how their different ancestry um, changes with time flying by at extremely fast rates. Do I have like a set idea of what points I want to get across? Not really. I just <laughs> thought it was a cool idea to have the classic stuck on a spaceship movie, but take it way metaphysical and go into like the the dream aspects of the Star Wars franchise. Sounds like Star Wars Rick and Morty to me. I was gonna say that sounds like <laughs> Nate. <laughs> yeah, um, I think there there's potential for some really cool like thriller elements too there. Oh, absolutely! Like especially the discovery scene of where they find out who each other is and the immediate. Uh, backlash that's going to happen and the chaos that's probably going to erupt from that kind of discovery I think is interesting. You remember that movie Passengers last year that came out with Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence? You may not have ever seen it, but it sounds like the movie that that movie should have been in a lot of ways. There are certainly elements of that that I see similarities there, um, but with the Star Wars twist and using the light in the dark, which are tried and true themes that really work well in this franchise... Yeah, I can absolutely see that being a compelling movie. It will never get made. You're absolutely correct about that. <laughs> except, except for maybe in like fan film format. It is a doable concept in a fan film capacity. Yeah, it doesn't need to be Star Wars, I guess. Um, but having those bases there for the light and dark symbolism um, would be 
at least helpful in moving that part of the story along. Right. So all of a sudden they move back through time and they see like, like one was really close with, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi and one was really close with Count Dooku. And all of a sudden they're like, wait a second, I don't think I like you. That could definitely be a way to put it. I don't know if I'd use the structured characters um, like like an Obi-Wan Kenobi, but definitely uh, Sith and Jedi huh. for sure. So thank you for your feedback, guys, for my non-existent movie. <laughs> Let's move on to Jake. I really want to hear what you came up with. You know, kind of like what Andrew said about origins and stuff. I'd love to see, you know, all that stuff, where it all truly began, you know? Like, what's the deal before episode one? Before little Anakin Sky Pooper lost his marbles, I'd love to see the true origins of Sith, of Sith and Jedi. You know, where it really all began. Like, Dooku was once a Padawan of Yoda. What made him turn? And, you know, there's plenty of material before all the gun-gun crap in episode one. <laughs> and I would be interested in that. But, so for example, we just talked about The Last Jedi. I love the buildup of hero versus villain with Kylo and Rey. You know, learning about both of them and following both characters from the beginning. So that kind of story takes place but within the prequels, when there were tons of Jedi roaming around. But I'd add a few more Sith as well. So have it be like one Sith Lord, and then have him have like two or three just below him, and then each have them, each give them one apprentice each. So you're essentially making the Sith army movie. Well, well, not quite. So have the Sith a little bit more apparent within this Jedi realm. So, So main character is a Jedi Knight and a Sith Lord. So have the Jedi Knight meet this Sith, have them meet in battle, and gradually follow their arcs over time to the point where there's a truly epic showdown between the two. So so say, I'm going to cheat a little bit here. Um, so in a trilogy, the Jedi Knight fails to protect someone of importance that the Sith ended up killing. So now all of a sudden, bam, they're acquainted, they're conflicted, they don't like each other, they know who each other are. That happens in Episode 1. Episode 2, the Sith becomes... More than an apprentice, and he's officially this, this Sith Lord, not the head guy, but a Lord. I I see what you're saying. Okay, this took me yeah. a second, but I I am tracking you now, and I like it. Go. Yeah, we get more character development with within good and evil, but where there's more Jedi. So it's not just the Rey's the only Jedi. She's got to fight Kylo. It's not like that. There's other. There's more Force presence coming around. So episode two, the Sith becomes. I'm gonna make the Sith a girl because we don't have girl Sith. So she. This girl, Sith, the Jedi Knight kills her new apprentice. So now there's more beef. So the Jedi Knight has failed his mission. He doesn't like her. She killed his apprentice, she doesn't like him. And then all of a sudden, episode three, bam, ignites final battle with the clone trooper somehow taking down the rest of the Jedi. But So while Obi-Wan fights Anakin, Yoda fights Palpatine, these two have their own battle, but we've been following them for two movies already. So there's more at stake. There's more conflict. This is what should have happened with Darth Maul and Obi-Wan Kenobi. I've heard I've heard that theory too, yeah. but I I like how they did it with Kylo and Rey, and I would have loved to see it with the Jedi at their height, as Luke said. Yeah, I'm on board with that. I think that's a very interesting angle to take. Yeah, I think where the prequels failed everybody was character development, where instead of characters acting away because they're humans, they act because they need to move the plot along. And revenge, especially on the Jedi side, which normally doesn't deal with that sort of thing, mm -hmm. is a great motivator. And ending in that big conflict is key to a successful movie, for sure. Right. And I think I'd have my, my Jedi Knight person friends with Obi-Wan and have some side beef with Anakin, because fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Are you rewriting the prequels in this? 
Is that the goal? <laughs> no, just just a spinoff. Okay. Just have little encounters every now and then. Okay, okay. It's the Lion King one and a half of the prequels. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah, because I, I was inspired by how they handled Rey and Kylo. You know, we get both their points of view. We follow them from the beginning. Um, but I, I, I don't like all of the prequels, but I like the Jedi presence in them. So have just combined the two, I guess. Cool. The prequels suck at a lot of things, but one thing they really suck at is making this war feel intimate, and that would 100% personalize this supposedly huge conflict. Hit me up, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got three movies out of it for you, too, and they're all marketable. <laughs> all right, so I think if we had to guess, Jake's idea is probably the most likely to come into existence. Absolutely, um, yeah. Hypothetically. <laughs> Um, but like, I, I really would be intrigued to see Drew's idea. And I think that could be spun in a way that could be marketed, um, make it more like a rogue one type setting. And that movie could get made Yeah, where you learn about the origins of the lightsaber and the first Jedi to make one or something like that. That could work. It's, it's a comfortable idea, but also doing something new. It strikes Mm -hmm. that balance that people are looking for. Yeah, no, that, that's very that's very true. I don't think anybody had a really bad idea. Nate's is the most complex, but it's certainly Nate's is the most non-Star Wars, if that makes sense. But it sounds like a really compelling idea, if that makes sense. Yeah, because Sith and Jedi have such different morals. It'd be interesting to have them on this this trapped ship going through all kinds of weird space and time conundrums. You know how I could probably sell it to Disney? I guarantee that they win the Oscar for it. Because it's a Star Wars drama of all things. Get some high-profile actors and we're good. <laughs> I'm trying to cast this in my head for you. I'll get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to it. All right. So really great ideas, guys. I think that Star Wars could benefit from all these movies being made. Because we all know that there's going to be a million and a half Star Wars movies in the near future. I can't wait for the Jar Jar spinoff. Jar Jar spinoff. Good God. I'll be first in line. The Jar Jar Requiem for a Dream movie. All right. Let's wrap oh. this up before we completely devolve here here's how you can get in touch with us at the middle seats please like comment and subscribe to our youtube channel the middle seats we're also on facebook and twitter both at the middle seats and our email for any questions comments or suggestions is the middle seat show at gmail.com we're also now on soundcloud and itunes where you can listen to our audio for free please check out the links in the description down below anything you can do to help the channel grow is greatly appreciated If you have any ideas for a Star Wars movie and you want to pitch it to us, please let us know in the comments down below. Looking forward to your responses. That'll do it for this week's episode of Freeze Frame, where Nate, Jake, and Drew of the Middle Seats, please keep that seat warm, everyone, and we'll be back soon. 